to start hour number two, let's go back to our Auburn Bank phone line, and we are pleased to bring on Kevin Ives. He is at AUPPL on Twitter. Kevin, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. Hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had as good of a weekend as Auburn baseball had this weekend. I mean, Auburn baseball really helped me have a great weekend. I'll be honest with you. I mean, it was it was pretty much. I mean, it was a surprise to me. I, I thought we'd at least get one game, but getting the series and honestly being a run from a sweep um, was huge. I mean, it's huge for Auburn on a confidence level, especially how the week started. Um, it's huge because it lifts a little bit of the pressure off going down the stretch. But I think the biggest thing is that. You just have to have confidence now that you've gone a team that you beat a team that only lost one game at home going into that that series, and you doubled that number. Um, a team that was ranked number two or number three, depending on the poll that you look at, at a pretty high RPI, um, and a team that was just blasting home runs. And Auburn managed to take care of business. The offense was clicking. The pitching did surprisingly well. Really limited the home runs. I think maybe Carolina only had like three home runs the entire series, which is kind of unheard of them in a weekend um and now auburn has to feel good um going into a, a big series against lsu this weekend have basically a full week of rest going into the friday game um and really knowing what's ahead of them and what they need to do to make an ncaa tournament and make the sec tournament yeah let's start with some of those pitching performances kevin because obviously we've we've asked you almost every single week some variation of is joseph gonzalez ever going to come back will auburn find the strike zone who can give them some good innings? And finally, they got a series where, A, they pitched well, but, B, they pitched well against a team that is known to hit. I mean, South Carolina can do everything. I mean, they had a great team ERA, too. But uh, they had legitimately good outings on the mound. What what impressed you about Auburn's pitching this weekend? I think one of the bigger things is how Tommy Vale has kind of emerged as that as the ace of the staff. I mean, he his past three outings um, have – led to Auburn wins, and they've kept Auburn in it um, and really kind of stabilized the rotation that's not going to have Justin Gonzalez because I think it was announced that he was out for the year. So you won't get Gonzo back. And so what Vale was able to do um, and handle those bats and really kind of set the tone um, on the mound and not let Carolina have those big innings, it really gave you confidence going forward and it allowed the bullpen not to be stretched out that much. And even this weekend, Auburn – was without um, John Armstrong and Zach Crotchfeld. Um, hopefully this week will kind of give them a little bit more rest so they can be ready to go. And so even with all of the the knocks against the pitching staff, they really, really held their own. And you really had some, some great outings um, from guys that just stepped up when they needed to. Um, and I think that was where the best thing. But, yeah, there were still some walks, um, and there, there were still some hit-by-pitches that, you know, need to be worked on. But I think the bigger thing this weekend on the, on the mound is that those walks didn't derail everything. Auburn was able to let their defense work a lot, um, and they were able to get a big strikeout when they needed to. And it was really a next-man-up mentality. And so you really have to look at the staff as a whole and how well that they did. And really, I don't know if you're, you're feeling super confident, but I think you feel better as to what um, you can kind of expect from the pitching staff and how everybody's kind of slotted into different roles right now. I'm still tempted to say that at this point in the year, I mean, we've, we've played so much baseball that you kind of are what you are to some degree, although Auburn is clearly trying to prove me wrong because they're they're getting better in some areas. They're getting more depth in their lineup now and that sort of thing. But with this pitching staff, it feels to me that if they were able to find the strike zone, that their stuff is not bad. Like, like if they had the control – 
they would all of a sudden be able to pitch markedly better. Is that the sense that that you have? Whether or not they're actually going to be able to stay away from the walks and hit by pitches is one thing, but do you feel that their stuff is good enough to to throw up some good outings? Oh, absolutely. And I really think, unfortunately, that it's really going to depend on who is behind the plate as an umpire and what kind of strikes them that they have. And I think that Auburn has not pitched well when the when the strike zone has been really tight, um, and when they haven't they've not been given the calls that maybe um, another umpire would have given them. You never want to blame it on the umpire, but I think you've kind of seen that a lot this year with college baseball umpires and even major league umpires. There is more of a focus on them, and they're getting more reports as to what they got wrong, and it's caused the strike zone to really tighten up, um, almost too tight on for a collegiate level. And so I think that's one of the reasons why these walks have spiked. And I, it depends on who, you know, who's going to be the umpire that day, whether or not it's going to be a ball or a strike. Um, and that's frustrating as a fan to watch. It's frustrating. I know it's frustrating as a pitcher to pitch because you could have stuff that last week was hitting the mark and it's going to be the same spot, but another guy's behind the plate and all of a sudden that's a ball and it changes your entire plan for, for, for each batter and each hitter. So Auburn, I think, has done a good good job adjusting as the series progresses, and and I think using scouting reports on the umpires as well, knowing kind of what their tendencies are and what they're going to try to call. Um, but one of the biggest things, really, for Auburn is just putting the ball in play and letting the defense work. And it's something I think that the coaches have harped on. I know that I've mentioned before um, the defense has really, really stepped up and has really been a bright spot this season. And so let them work. Um, you saw that in the South Carolina series, some really, really good defensive plays, really you know, huge double plays that were turned. And those are done because you're not nibbling the strike zone. You're letting the ball, you're keeping the ball low, and you're letting it stay in play. And you've got guys like, you know, um, like Cole Foster um, and, you know, and, and Caden Green really doing well in the middle. Um, and Cooper McMurray doing a great job at first base, kind of scooping balls out. So let the defense work, and I think good things are going to happen. Looking on the offensive side of things, and uh, the guy that I want to mention, you just said his name, Cooper McMurray. Uh, let's let's take Sunday Sunday 0 for 4 with 4Ks. Let's scratch that one because that kind of seems an anomaly for what he's been doing. But, man, what the hell has happened to Cooper McMurray all of a sudden? I mean, that dude has just brought a bat that – I guess I guess he's just been eating his Wheaties. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's the fact that he's just been he's, – he's healthier. Um, he's, you know, got a lot more at-bats under his belt. Um, and he's just gone on a power surge, going on a tear right now, and it's really helped Auburn a lot. Um, just having that power, and really the power this weekend at Carolina was one of the most surprising things I've seen. Auburn was just launching balls, yeah. and that's not something you've seen offensively from the Tigers this year. And so I think that also gives us more confidence, not just from Cooper, but from everybody else, knowing that the power is there, but you don't always have to you know, hit for power. It's just linking up, getting that next guy up, um, and hitting for average is just as good. But the fact that, that McMurray has been that solid and that much of an offensive threat um, with the long ball has really, really helped Auburn and, and kind of taking the pressure off some guys lower down in the lineup. Uh, but it was great offensively, top to bottom. I'm talking about from the top. Chris Stanfield was amazing at leadoff. Stole home that first game, yeah. really set the tone. Um, Nate LaRue was in the, in the nine hole, and Nate you know, has kind of struggled this year. But he had two home runs this season against the, in this series against Carolina. So, I mean, it's something that I think stuff is starting to click a little bit. Guys are getting more comfortable. 
Um, and now you're also reaching a point, too, you got to understand that after this week, the focus is completely on baseball pretty much because this is the last week of – last week was the last week of class. This is just finals. Um, and so these next three series, like, these guys are going to be able to spend more time watching film in the weight room, working on their swings, adjusting things. And so from what you've seen these past couple weeks, it's just going to get better, hopefully. And so the path to 13 wins in the SEC got uh, a couple of extra uh, kind of branch-offs now that they were able to win the series at South Carolina. So, Kevin, is it more important in your mind to – like which would be more – I don't know if detrimental is the right word or, or which would be more beneficial, which which side of the equation you're looking on. But for, for a long time we've said get one against South Carolina, get one against LSU, win the series against Ole Miss and Missouri. We expect that Auburn can can win those series against Ole Miss and Missouri. We, we know that they are the better team. But as we just saw, this is baseball and things can happen. So what, what would be – I don't know. What would you prefer? Would you prefer – Auburn to get swept by LSU but do take care of the series against Ole Miss and Missouri? Or would you prefer that they get a win against LSU and one of those last two series they only take one out of three from? Well, I think ultimately those last two weekends are the most important, at Ole Miss and um, in Missouri at home. And Ole Miss is going to be tough at home. You saw that this past weekend um, when they uh, beat Georgia. They took the series from Georgia. You don't know what Ole Miss team you're going to get um, when they come in. They play Missouri next weekend, so they may come in with a bunch of confidence and think that, hey, maybe we can kind of right the ship and sneak into the SEC tournament, and so they now have more to play for. Um, but where you are in the standings and in the pecking order, you def- you have to take those series from Ole Miss and Missouri. The LSU series, I think, this past weekend shows that, yes, you can take a series from one of these top teams, and you should. You've got to take at least one because I think getting swept by LSU at home, no matter how good they are, is going to be extremely deflating, especially with what you did this past weekend in South Carolina. Because I think that you know that you can do it. Um, and I think the confidence is there. And it's at home. And especially that, you know, that Friday and Saturday night game, um, there's going to be a big crowd. And you kind of hope there's a little bit of home field magic that kind of works a little bit in your favor because you take the series from LSU and now a lot of the pressure is off of you. And now if you end up taking two of the three games from them, then you can kind of not necessarily rest a little bit, but you know that you can play with more confidence and start playing for a seed at that point. Um, but overall, like if Auburn ends up getting swept by LSU, I don't want to happen. It's still, it, it doesn't change anything that that Ole Miss and Missouri series are just must win for the postseason. Uh, kind of looking ahead now at that LSU series, obviously it's going to be tough. Uh, I mean, they're, they're ranked number one for a reason. Uh, what does this LSU team have outside of just some of the best players in college baseball? <laughs> well, I mean, they do. They've got some of the best players. They have, you know, the majority of the top draft prospects in the SEC. They have a really, really good offense. Um, but you did kind of see what Auburn was able to do against an equally good offense in South Carolina. Right. The Friday game is going to be tough. You're probably going to see Paul Skines, um, or Skines, S-K-E-N-E-S. Um, he's a transfer from Air Force and probably one of the top pitching prospects in college baseball. Him against Vail will be a really good game, a really good matchup. Uh, because after that, LSU has shown a tendency to make errors in the field, um, and their pitching is hittable. And so the offense, as long as they're focused, I think, can do their job. 
um, and and consistently put up runs and get hits, it's really going to be how can you limit the LSU offense? Um, how can you you know re- you know kind of rein in guys like like Tommy Tanks and stuff like that because they're going to blast the ball and they're going to be relentless. But LSU is is, is beatable. I mean you. You saw that they did sweep Alabama, but they lost a midweek game to Nickel State. Um, and they're going to come in at least at playing one extra game because they have a midweek game against Southeastern Louisiana, um, which I think at I think in Hammond, Louisiana. So it's going to be tough for them. Um, but I think for Auburn, like just do what you did this weekend against South Carolina. You know, keep the ball low. Don't give up free passes because they're going to feast on them, and just. Stay focused and, and stay locked in with what you know you're going to be successful at and what you have been successful with. Talking to Kevin Ives here at AUPPL on this Monday edition of Sports Call. We'll leave you with this, Kevin. Uh, I know that, that you go to so many of these games. How excited are you personally for this? Because LSU has been number one really all season long. There have been rises and uh, you know comers and goers in the SEC, and we've talked about South Carolina and Florida and Arkansas and Vandy, but LSU has been the constant all year long. How personally excited are you to watch this series? I mean, I'm I'm excited. I think I'm I'm, re- I'm really excited just from a program standpoint because a lot of the focus, especially from what Auburn did last weekend, is going to be on this weekend is. Maybe a, a sneaky upset pick, um, but really, I think at this point, I'm more excited because of what everything else is going on in Auburn. You know, with graduation this weekend, the fact that a lot of schools are starting to let out or, or kind of um, back up a little bit, more people are going to be able to come to the game. That eight o'clock game on Saturday, you know, weather permitting, I haven't looked at the weather, but you always have to worry about that. But that eight o'clock game on Saturday should be a lot of fun, um, nationally televised game. Um, and just having that crowd atmosphere this weekend is going to be huge. Um, and I, I think that, you know, Auburn does have a good home field advantage um, when they play at Plainsman Park. Um, you know, teams aren't really used to the – they're not used to the wall. They're, they're used to playing in these giant cathedrals of stadiums sometimes. If you're coming from Arkansas and Mississippi State and Ole Miss and at NLSU at Alex Fox, you come to Auburn and, and it's um, a lot smaller. They're not really used to that. They're not really used to how – the fans are kind of on top of you at Plainsman Park, and so I, I'm just excited because it's going to be good baseball. I think I'm excited more because of there's a confidence, there's a little bit more of a swagger because of that South Carolina series, and so you're not you're not coming into this LSU series limping. You're coming in um, with a little bit of bravado, um, and now that you know that you can now that you know that you can kind of back it up a little bit, it, it's time to, to do it and time to kind of keep turning heads. They turned a lot of heads this weekend. I mean, there's a lot of national writers. Mark Etheridge read D1 Baseball, wrote a couple things about Auburn, um, you know, how they kind of turned the corner and clicking at the right time. You want to prove them right. You want to you want to make sure and show that that South Carolina series was not a fluke or an aberration, that Auburn has turned a corner and kind of figured things out, and this is the weekend to do it. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, as always, we appreciate the time with you. We hope you have a great weekend. We hope uh, we're talking next week after another triumphant series the way Auburn just had in Columbia. But as always, we appreciate the time with you. We hope you have a great week. Sounds good. Thank you, guys.